Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Fierce and Free and welcome to our series Even After. In today's episode we're going to be talking about Sarah and what we can learn from her life. So without further ado, let's get into today's video. Hey guys, just a friendly reminder that my Patreon is now available for subscription. This Patreon has three tiers to it. Level one, which I call the angel tier, which is $5 a month. And with this tier, you'll be invited to post on our monthly prayer wall, where you'll have like-minded individuals praying for your prayers every month, including me. Tier two is the Daughters of Zion tier. This tier not only includes the monthly prayer wall, but it also includes the monthly wellness packet. This packet will help you dive deeper in your faith with helpful study tools. These study tools will include a specific area of growth each individual month. This packet will also include healthy recipes as well as trendy fashion advice and outfit picks for that month. Now tier three is what I call the Archangel tier. Now if you really just wanna help financially bless this podcast and ministry, then this might be the tier for you. It includes everything from tier one and tier two but this is really just if you want to give a little something extra. The word tells us in 1 Timothy 5.18 that a laborer is worthy of his wages. As much as I love doing these podcasts, there's a lot of work, time, effort, and money that goes into creating each individual podcast. So if you want to support the ministry, please feel free to head over to the Patreon and join our community. And just a reminder, this is not a form of tithe. You should not be tithing to any podcast platform. Tithe to your church. This is just a ministry that you want to donate to. Thank you so much again. I really appreciate the love and support. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. So today we're going to be diving into the story of Sarah. Now to give you some context, Sarah was married to Abraham, okay? Abraham was highly favored with the Lord because he had consistent faith in God. He had determined obedience and his position as the first of the Hebrew patriarchs made him one of the most significant figures in the Bible. Because of this, God made a covenant with Abraham and his descendants, declaring that he would be the father of many nations and that kings will be born from his bloodline, including Jesus Christ. In Genesis 12 two, God first made a promise to Abram to bless him and to make him into a great nation. I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. Now in Genesis 15, five, the Lord tells Abraham, look up at the sky and count the stars. If indeed you can count them, then he said to him, so shall your offspring be. Abram believed the Lord and he credited it to him as righteousness. Um, just really quickly, God renamed Abram, Abraham. Okay. So just to clear that up, that happens later on in the story, just so I don't confuse you guys. All right. So now in the story, Time has passed. Abraham and Sarah have aged quite a bit. Okay. Like they were in their 90s at this point. All right. That's how much they've aged since the promise from the Lord. And Abraham still believed that God was going to fulfill his promise. Now that is a man of faith right there. Abraham had no doubt that God was going to follow through despite his age. Even at their old age, Abraham had faith that the Lord would provide them a child. But when we look further into the scripture and see this, the entire covenant promise hinges 
on Sarah, his wife's fertility. Now, I don't blame Sarah for freaking out. Okay, I don't blame her for having wavering faith. Like, you guys, menopause was still a thing back then. This this woman was way past the point of being able to bear a child. So, of course, her faith is going to be tested. She's going to have some doubts now. I mean, you have to put yourself in her shoes. You have to remember that Sarah and Abraham weren't alone. They had neighbors. They had friends. Uh, you know, she's getting together with her girls canvassing cocktail night. Am I right? But one by one, her friends would get pregnant day after day, month after month, year after year. She would be seeing women receiving their blessings, but she didn't receive hers. Now, I think we can all relate. You see all your friends getting married and you're still waiting and you're still wondering, what about me, God? Why do they get someone and I don't? Sarah was in the same spot. Day after day, week after week, she cried out, God, why? Why aren't you blessing me with a baby? And you just know that these people are getting pregnant. You know, you know these people are getting pregnant and saying, don't worry, Sarah, you're in a season of waiting. Shut up. We can all relate to Sarah. You have heard it. You have said it. Don't lie. We know what Sarah is going through. It is the most irritating yet honest answer that we absolutely despise hearing. You know that you're going through a season of waiting, but you don't want to hear other people tell you that you're going through a season of waiting or else it just confirms and solidifies the fact that you definitely are going through a season of waiting. But then Sarah had an idea. She thought, you know what, Abraham? you know what? We probably misunderstood God. That's what it was. We misunderstood him. We misinterpreted what he said. You know what, honey? He probably just got too busy and that's okay. Let's help him out. So you know what, Abraham? I have an idea. Hear me out. Now, I know that this is going to be really, really, really hard for you to want to do. And I understand, but I need you to do this for me. Okay, just just please do this for me. Go and sleep with my maidservant and impregnate her. We were looking at this all wrong. She will bear your child and I will raise it. And you know, Abraham's like, okay, honey. Oh, if you want me to, I guess I'll do that for you. Oh, I just, I don't, I don't. Okay, fine, fine, fine. I'll go, I'll go. Genesis 16, one. Now Sarah, Abram's wife, had borne him no children. But she had an Egyptian slave named Hagar. So she said to Abram, The Lord has kept me from having children. Go sleep with my slave. Perhaps I can build a family through her. Abram agreed to what Sarah said. So after Abram had been living in Canaan ten years, Sarah, his wife, took her Egyptian slave Hagar and gave her to her husband to be his wife. He slept with Hagar and she conceived when she knew she was pregnant, she began to despise her mistress. Then Sarah said to Abraham, You are responsible for the wrong. I am suffering. I put my slave in your arms, and now that she knows she's pregnant, she despises me. May the Lord judge between you and me. Oof! My girl, did the dementia kick in or something? I mean, I know you're 90, but dang! You will never catch me telling my husband to go sleep with another woman. I do not care how much I want a kid. Heck to the no. The family line ends here with you and me. No one else. But you have to remember that in those days, being barren meant that you were worthless because that's all women were good for. 
Having children was your number one job. And if you couldn't do that, then you were looked down upon. In their time, this is what they did. If the wife could not get pregnant, she tells her husband, go knock up my servant, get her pregnant, and that's how we're going to continue the family bloodline. Now, how many of us have done this where we tell the Lord, Lord, your plan is not working. Your timing is not aligning with my timing. Your ways, mm, I don't necessarily agree with them. I'm going to do it my way because your way is taking too long. Now, how often have we done this? Where because we don't get the blessing right away, we think, I'm going to take things into my own hands. God, you're taking too long and I have my own timeline that you are not taking into consideration. And what happens when we do this? We take a job that wasn't from the Lord. We buy the house that wasn't the house God wanted us to buy. You marry the first man that gave you the smallest ounce of attention, even though he doesn't have a relationship with God. When we do not wait on God and we do not trust in his timing for our lives, we cause unnecessary hurdles and detours from our blessing. Let's read on. Genesis 21.1. Now the Lord was gracious to Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah what he had promised. Sarah became pregnant and bore a son to Abraham in his old age. At the very time God had promised him. Abraham gave the name Isaac to the son Sarah bore him. Now let's jump to Genesis 21.8. This one's a little longer, but stay with me because it's very important. The child grew up and was weaned. And on the day Isaac was weaned, Abraham held a great feast. But Sarah saw that the son whom Hagar the Egyptian had borne to Abraham was mocking. And she said to Abraham, get rid of that slave woman and her son. For that woman's son will never share in the inheritance with my son Isaac. The matter distressed Abraham greatly because it concerned his son. But God said to him, Do not be so distressed about the boy and your slave woman. Listen to whatever Sarah tells you because it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. I will make the son of the slave into a nation also because he is your offspring. Early the next morning, Abraham took some food and skin of water and gave them to Hagar. He set them on her shoulders and they sent off and then sent her off with the boy. She went on her way and wandered in the desert of Beersheba. When the water in the skin was gone, she put the boy under one of the bushes. She went off and sat down about a bow shot away for she thought, I cannot watch the boy die. And as she sat there, she began to sob. But God heard the boy crying, and the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven and said to her, What is the matter, Hagar? Do not be afraid. God has heard the boy crying as he lies there. Lift the boy up and take him by the hand, for I will make him into a great nation. Then God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water. So she went and filled the skim of water and gave it to the boy to drink. God was with the boy as he grew up. He lived in the desert and became an archer. While he was living in the desert of Paran, his mother got a wife for him from Egypt. Because of Sarah's lack of faith, she caused one of the greatest divides in human history. Do you know who Hagar's son became? He is the direct ancestor of the Muslim lineage. There has been constant conflict between the Jews and the Muslims because of Sarah's lack of faith in God's timing. Your actions have consequences. 
And that's why it is so incredibly important to walk in line with God's will for your life. Stop living in sin. Stop prolonging the outpouring of blessings that God has in store for your life. God's timing is always perfect. Trust him. Trust the process and fully submit to his timing and put on the full armor of God because the enemy is here to kill, steal, and destroy the blessings and future that you have in Jesus. Let's pray. God, first and foremost, please cleanse us of our sins, Lord. God, I just ask that you keep my brothers and sisters strong. Lord, help them to maintain their 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 faith and their their perseverance, Lord Jesus. It is so hard to be a Christian in this day and age. There's temptation everywhere. We always want to go every direction except for your direction because they're the quickest way to what we want, but not necessarily to what you want for our lives, God. Help us to be patient and to remember that your blessings are coming and that you want nothing but goodness for our lives, Lord Jesus. God, you're such an amazing father and you just want to you just want to pour your blessings out on us because we're your children, Lord. Help us, Lord Jesus. Keep us strong in the spirit, Lord. Thank you, God, for all that you do, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, everybody. Well, I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. As always, please remember to hit that like, subscribe, and share with a friend if you enjoyed this episode. And join us next week as we discuss the story of Rahab. But until next time, please remember that you are fierce and free because of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. All right, everyone, have a good week. Bye.